Yo, 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 Latina P-Power, yo, my God, you guys. I'm on the edge of my seat, in my mind, not really on the seat, because you can clearly see I'm not sitting on the edge, but I'm living on the edge right now. I have so much badassery that is surrounding me right now, I almost can't contain it. And actually, I'd love to contain it. I'd love to put it in a glass bottle, like an apothecary jar, and put it on my shelf and open it up when I need it, because this power is amazing. I always say this, right? Like, hilarious, the show. I talk about it all the time here on Latinos Out Loud, the all-female sketch variety musical comedy troupe that I created way back when that has a show on February 10th at the People's Improv Theater. Who said that? I don't know. Anyway, shameless plug, thank you. Um, when we get together to do hilarious, I gotta take off my glasses for this one. When we get together, that did nothing but just, I'm trying it for emphasis. When we get together, the hilarious girls and I, I cannot tell you what it feels like in the dressing room. I've said this time and time again, the pee power, pussy power, is amazing, it's remarkable, you can feel it, you can sense it, you can smell it, it smells good, and <laughs> it smells fresh, like a summer's eve, and it's just so <laughs> contagious and outrageous, I can't even explain it with any other ageous adjectives. It's remarkable, and I wanted that to, that's going to translate here today on this episode of Latinos Out Loud. I'm gonna tell you the story of how we all met, but let me just introduce my guests for today before I go on any longer, because I can go on. This is like the intro that never ends. Yes, it goes on and on, my friend. Shout out to Lamb Chop. Okay, <laughs> dating myself like a mofo today. Two, I decided, okay, I made the executive decision. <laughs> it's, it's my show. Um, I made the executive decision that we were going to do a round table sort of episode today, okay? Although there's no, there's no real table here. It's this, it's gonna have to be in your imagination. And it ain't no Ikea table, okay? We classy up in here. Shout out to Ikea, but you know what I'm saying? It's like Raymore and Flanagan, you know? It's like Bob's, <laughs> like Bob's discount. Holler at us for some advertising, all three companies that I just mentioned, because I shop at all of you. Um, but anyway, we're doing a round table today and I'm gonna introduce these guests that are going to just add so much color, Latinidad and pee pussy power to this conversation. Starting to my left, which is your right, please welcome Melissa Rodriguez. In the middle to my left is Eunice Levi. And to my right is Astrid Andujal. Welcome ladies, it's so good Thank to you. see you so again. excited for having us. <laughs> this is, I'm gonna really try to like keep myself in this chair. But know that I'm doing mental cartwheels. Like we're flips. so excited yeah, too. We're, we're happy to be here. <laughs> so excited to be here. First, let's like talk about how this happened. Because I always love good stories <laughs> of like how the meeting of the minds is happen. So I'll start to paint the picture, but y'all yes, jump please. in whenever. Because this is gonna be a very fluid, open conversation with so many beautiful females here. Thank you for being here again. Okay, so picture this 2023 Dominican Film Festival, right? Am I taking you there? Everybody just networking, you know, after the films let out, it's like the gates open for the idea exchange. You know, it's that type of event. The banderas are flying, not really, but in my head they were, you know? And the whistles were blowing and everybody, there were no whistles, no, I'm just thinking of like carnaval and it was that type of excitement in the movie theater. So I saw these amazing, remarkable women's films during the block uh, of the Dominican Film Festival. First of all, I was amazed at all the content that I saw and the color and the darkness and the every, just everything, the, the smorgasbord of emotions that were conjured up by seeing these ladies' masterpieces. Then afterwards, picture this, the concession stand, right? Because that's where it really goes down. You put popcorn in front of me, I will, I'll find the cure to cancer if we're going to really sit there and talk about it. Like, You know what I mean? I love popcorn, and just that vibe was it's just the right time, the right place. So I, I interrupted your conversation, because you were in like a great conversation. <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, wait, this excuse me. I actually, You're like, it's a vibe over there. Let me yeah. go in. You don't even know this, but little known fact, I was actually talking to somebody, but I saw you guys leaving. You were heading out. You had to go yes. somewhere. And I was like, wait, I, I can't talk to you right now. I was like, it was because he was really cute. And I was like, um, just can you wait here for a second? And like, hold that thought. I have to catch these women. And then I ran, I ran, and I ran. I ran so far. I didn't really run that far. It was just from like the theater to the concession stand. But, you know, I exactly. Click, 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 click. I lost a shoe. Like, you know, it was crazy. I had to run Slow -mo. back to get the shoe. Got wedged in the carpet. That's right. 
refrigerator. Okay, pero listen. So I stopped them in their tracks. I interrupted rudely. I rudely interrupted their conversation. I was like, Not hi, I just want to meet. I know, I know I've known Eunice for a really long time. Yes. I'd love to talk about that too. Yes. I was like, hi. My name is Rachel La Loca. I just, like, it was so nerdy, right? It was like, fangirl, did you think to yourself, what is this loca about to She's say? like, I am the crazy Rachel. <laughs> I just loved your energy. Like, your energy was just so genuine and yes. so excited. And I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. We were keeping you because I think you had somewhere to be. And we yeah. were like, I know. It was like, but this is so good. This is good. Yeah. And we just kept on going. And we kept on going. Yeah. It was like worth the lateness, if you ask me. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yes. wherever we were going next, it's yes. Like, no, you don't Absolutely. even know what just happened. Cancel so plans. 100%. <laughs> like, you don't even know the magic that just happened. Okay, so thanks for being yes. understanding. I'm sorry I'm late. Okay. Yeah. Then, you know, we were talking, and it didn't even get to that point yet. It took a few minutes, and then all of a sudden, you know when, like, the, the light bulb, you can feel it. It's, like, illuminating above your head. You have this idea. I had this idea of having all three of them on the Latinos Out Loud podcast at once. And then what do we do? Like, the organized ladies and the badass like asses that we are, we put the date in our calendars. And made it happen. We made it happen. We made it happen. <laughs> During the holidays. You guys know how hard that is, right? Like, it's hard to coordinate anything, let alone something with four people on a set in Astoria, Queens, that was put on the calendar well over a month ago. I want to give a quick shout out to the Dominican Film Festival for the magic yes. that it presents every single year for that featuring artwork. They also featured a film of mine this year. The Swimmers was featured right. in the Shorts Block. It was just really um, amazing. I want to talk about that experience and the festivals yes. that y'all have been a part. These ladies is killing the festival circuit, y'all. Like machete, guillotine, killer, yeah. murder. They should be arrested for how bad they're killing the game right now. But then we put it on the calendar. We're here now. Yes. And the thought behind this was really to have this fake round table. Again, we're envisioning the Bob's round table here. Um, and it's like the see-through one, the nice one, the glass, okay? We're not doing fake wood, compressed wood, none of that stuff. So I wanted to talk about, one, the state of the industry through the Latina perspective, you know, and not give multiple perspectives. Feel free to like camera one, camera two, you know, Wayne's World. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to talk about your individual careers. And I'd also like to talk about the future. Okay. So I guess my first question is, let's talk about the films that were featured in the Dominican Film Festival, where it kind of started, uh, where I saw, got, when I got to see your art and I wanted to activate. That's how I am here. Like I see something, I say something, you know, like the MTA slogan, like whatever it is, the slogan, if you see something, say something. I saw something and I said something. I can't believe they said yes. I'm still like bugging out that they're all here. So please, one by one, tell us about the film that was featured in this year's 2023's Dominican Film Festival. After, I guess your name yeah. starts with the letter A. Sure. So I guess we'll go in alphabetical Happy order to go for now. first. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you again for watching it and like making the time. I My show is called A Shot in the Dark. Um, it was written and directed by me, by yours truly. It's the first time that I create something of this kind. Um, I traveled to the Dominican Republic, where I'm from, whoop, whoop. to shoot it. And it was amazing. It was a very cathartic experience. Um, the, the show itself speaks about mental health and how movement and creativity, uh, the, the lead is a photographer, can help you kind of push yourself forward um, during a difficult situation. So I really wanted to, I, I saw myself as a creative person that we all are here, um, to just kind of create a piece that spoke about that struggle and, and how I found a way to deal with it. So in a way, the, the film itself became a bit of a, of a, a thesis of can un clavo que saca un clavo? Can we do something like that? Can't this project and being creative actually help me come out of my shell? Mm -hmm. Help me come out of what I'm dealing with? And and he did, because through it, then I met so many people. It forces you, you guys are all filmmakers, it forces you to interact, yep. to ask questions, to, I don't know what I'm doing with licensing. What the, what, <laughs> all of this thing. Well, this Ivory Red, how much money is it going to like be to like bring it you know, to the airport? Like All of those questions. Mm -hmm. So it, it forces you, it forced me to rely on people. It forced me to come out of my shell a lot more. And, and in this way, yeah, demonstrating that. Yeah, un clavo puede sacar otro clavo. Yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> Lovely. Are you hearing these words, yes. people? Um, okay. Eunice, yes. Row in the Stardust. Yes. Do you want to talk? I mean, there's so much to say about it. The floor is yours, but I just want to congratulate you on this Oscar qualifying. Seriously, film. amazing. Thank you. Massive. Thank you so much, God. So, Row in the Stardust, um, it's not my first film, but it was the first time that I was supported um, financially um, by... Um, a creative entity, Netflix. Yay, um, Netflix! <laughs> Shout out. I did it through um, the Nalip Women of Color Incubator. For Yay, Nalip! Um, and they supported... I'm just a cheerleader. Don't mind me. I love it. I'll stop interrupting. No, no. Nalip and Netflix um, really supported my vision, supported the idea that I wanted to make it completely bilingual, that I wanted to tell the story of three Afro-Dominicanas in a different planet. And... I, I, you know, I never imagined that I would get the support that I that I did, and I was able to do it my way. Um, it was really um, just a, a true labor of love. But what it actually represents for me is the first time that I was able to let go um, creatively and really be myself wow. on film. That's beautiful. And and in the past, I've tried to replicate different feels and different people and stories that I thought would be trendy or stories that I thought would, you know, are mimicked the genre that I, that I, that I want to work in, which is, um, you know, sci-fi and horror. Uh, but this was the first time that I kind of stuck to what I wanted to yes. uh, and, and how I wanted to tell it. And it worked out. How empowering. <laughs> yes. Like, you know, a lot of times we're put, oh, this is going to sound so cliche, but like you put it in a box. Yeah. yeah. You know. Here's your caja. Yeah. You know, una cajita de Amazon. Yes. <laughs> or the Netflix. Or the Netflix. Say, right? <laughs> yes. But in this case, no. You were like, I'm coming out of the yes. box and mm -hmm. I'll do what I want. Yes. Be me. Through yes. art. Yes. Lovely. Melissa. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just like, it's it's so amazing how all this unfolded. Um, but, you know, my film, um, we... We shot it in Mexico. Um, it's based off of my mother's childhood growing up in Honduras, actually. Um, and similar to you guys having sort of like that personal connection or finding that like kind of meaningful thing um, to really kind of like ground you in your creative process. Like for me, this was such a personal project <clears throat> because it was my mother's childhood story and she endured like many immigrant families, like a lot of trauma. Um, so for me, this film is probably like the most impactful film I've made in my career so far, which is like really kind of exciting to say at the same time. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it takes place in 1960s Mexico, a uh, young girl um, who's just navigating all these traumas in her childhood and um, she ultimately has to make a decision whether or not she leaves that all behind um, or, run, or runs away. Um, and that experience was really unique for me because not only was it my first time directing in a different country in Mexico, um, it was also my first time directing in all Spanish. Mm. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, I, it's, it, you know, I always say, oh yeah, I'm bilingual, but like you got really put to the right. test <laughs> yes. because, and, you know, and, and dealing with different <laughs> dialects, like I'm, I'm Puerto Rican and Honduran and, you know, like you're still navigating those different like cultural things, um, regardless. Um, so it, but it was such a wonderful experience and I'm glad that I also brought my mom on set with me, which was also pretty oh. special. Yeah, it sounds like all the projects were sort of personal, right? Mm -hmm. Here's a bigger question. Are any projects not right, personal? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm like asking myself that question right now. I think for me, the only projects that were not personal were the projects I executed for others. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Everything that I've executed for myself is personal. Right. Yes, mm -hmm. I take it personal. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't know about y'all. Okay, I would like to know about maneuvering this industry as a woman, as a Latina, and maybe we can talk about some of the hurdles that we've encountered. Because often, you know, you get those shows that are great, but it's also like, la, 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 like <laughs> rainbows and clovers and hearts and everything in the Lucky Charms box. But like, and you can learn from that. Yes, you can. But my personal style is I also want to learn from the mistakes. I share my mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I'm not embarrassed about it either. I'm like, right. I encountered this. It's never going to happen again. And I'm sharing with you so that you don't have to encounter what I did. Um, 
So let's talk about the hurdles. Let's talk about the good, the bad, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I can talk today. I can. It's Friday. <laughs> a little tired. Went to sleep late, but I'm going to make it happen. Come on, tongue. You better work with me. Okay. Yeah, I talk to my body parts. So let's have this open discussion. Like, yeah. There are hurdles. You know, we're in a space that, would you agree, is not dominated by Latinas? 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. So, yes. Yep. And so how has it been? hurdles And maybe you can talk about how you've maneuvered. How you had to like, you know, do you be your own GPS, your own ways, like yeah. police camera ahead, wait, bitch, <laughs> hold on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anything that you can share. Because the thing is like the LOLeros out there, they love to be inspired. Yeah. Don't you guys? Like I think Latinos Out Loud is that podcast that you don't have to be a filmmaker, director, professor to like mm -hmm. relate to what's about mm -hmm. to be said. Like let's talk about those hurdles yeah. or the good bumps in the road too. Anybody want to jump off? I um I I can yeah, jump please. off. Um so this project um it was kind of a crazy story and I haven't told this story. Yes. Um <laughs> So originally, I had um, a team of men that um, were kind of all in on this project to kind of help me produce it. Um, and I leaned on their support because, you know, at the time I was like trying to make good relationships and they had an arm in Mexico. And I'm like, cool, I think this will work out. Two weeks before I was supposed to be in Mexico, they pulled out. Mm. Just like a man yeah. to pull out. They you know pulled, what I'm saying? Seriously, they pulled out and <laughs> and I was left high and dry. And it was a situation where I had to kind of reassess everything. I started thinking, can I really do this? And <clears throat> I looked at um, the team that I already had built in and they were like, we don't need them. Mm. And you know what ended up happening is I replaced all those people with women and it was like a blessing in disguise. Mm -hmm. So all of my above the line people in my film, um, incredible, incredible, badass fucking woman. Um, I seriously like I wouldn't have been able to do it without them. Um, it, it means so much to me because of all that craziness that happened. Like I can't stress like how I mean, you guys can imagine. Yeah. Imagine like two weeks to figure out, okay, I need a DP, I need a whole camera department now. Yeah. I need a whole new like I need wardrobe. I need I, I built a whole team oh in two weeks. Mm. It, it was insane, including location. It was just, wow. it, and you guys saw my film, and it's yeah. like there was so much weighted on, like it was a period piece and all this mm -hmm. stuff. And like the fact that we also did it in two days was like the best fuck you I could have give, given mm -hmm. these people. Yeah. I was like, we did it. Awesome. <laughs> Put a bunch of women yeah. together. You know yeah. Look, it's not going to be that show where we're like, the, like men, relax, okay? I know the men are like, wait, do I listen to the rest of this episode? I'm not sure. But, it's, but you know what? It's a real story that actually yeah. happened to me. And yeah. I, I never told that story because, you know, I try not to like dwell on that kind of stuff. And, you know, I really want to highlight mostly like the woman that really like really made this happen for me you know the producing team that I had not only here like you know um Aubrey Smith my mother um and Miriam Blanco and um Maha Mogul in in Mexico like those people just made everything happen so I'm I'm so thankful for that so what was the strategy like when these people when these men quit on you did you consider stopping the whole production? Like, what was going through your head? I was having, like, a quick existential crisis. And I was, like, I remember my fiancé, who's also, you know, a producer on this, you know, he reread my script and he was just, like, we don't need them. He's, mm. like, you can do it. And um, it's it's nice to have that support, too. And my mom as well. You know, and, and you know, with my mom, she's not, you know, she doesn't know the industry like I, like we do. But just to have that support and saying, like, we're gonna make this happen no matter what, um, was really helpful. And um, all the more special just having their, her there on set with me to like, you know, just navigate everything of this like craziness. Like, I mean, because we had to do everything in such a short time, I had to like wire transfer money in Mexico. I was not, you know, I didn't realize that so many things were dealt in cash there. I couldn't just yeah. take my credit card for stuff. It was literally down to the wire and we made it happen. Like, it was insane. <laughs> hey, Melissa, thanks for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. relatable too. I mean, how many times mm -hmm. have we been there, whether you're planning a party or a film or right. and then like you know the people you ride or dies all of a sudden die and you're like okay uh right. where's this ride make going do. now what do i do, make do. 
Um, Eunice, I know you stumbled upon maybe a challenge in finding mom for the film. Yes. I will. Tell us about, because I love this story. Yes. I heard it like once or twice already, but I'm like this to hear it again. I'm yeah. like, popcorn. <laughs> this is interesting. Please yes. tell us how you found her. Absolutely. So as I indicated, we had three Afro-Latina, three, it's a multi-generational generational story. So the grandmother, um, we were looking for someone who was Afro-Latina, about 80 years old. Um, and specifically, I, it was very important for me to have them all culturally the same. So I wanted someone Dominican so that the, you know, mm -hmm. the, the culture and the, it just the, the, the mannerisms and all that stuff would match across the board. And um, it was really difficult uh, to find that, mainly because we don't have a lot of actors or actresses that are of that age. That wasn't a career choice mm -hmm. back then, mm -hmm. right? So we don't have a lot of them out there. It's either a second or a third career, or they just happen to, you know, to jump into the, the space. And that's, that's what kind of happened to me. So Elvis Nolasco, who is my um, producing partner, and he's... Um, He's also, there's a quick little cameo in this film. Yep, shout out uh, to Elvis. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Elvis. We love Elvis Great. so much. <laughs> uh, another star of yes. the community. Mm -hmm. yes. You know, not just on screen, but of the community here in New York. We yes. love you, Elvis. So, um, Elvis, one day, shoots us an email in, in a group text that we had. And we said, hey, Elvis, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm celebrating my mother's 75th birthday. And he sends a picture of his mom, and of him and his mom. And I was like, oh. But I didn't know it was his mom. I've never seen her before. So I was like, that is my grandmother. Who is that lady? And Elvis was like, what? That is my mom. And I'm like, would she do it? He's like, she's not an actress. He says, you know, she worked in a factory. She doesn't know this, you know. So, you know, kind of fast forward to all of the shenanigans that we had to do. I mean, went to the Heights, brought her chicken, brought her Coronas. We hung out in the house. I am, I am not kidding. Like, you buttered her up. We buttered her up big time. And she agreed. She agreed to do it for her son. She, she agreed. And it was really, really, she's like, okay, I'll, I'll do it for you guys. So we took it slow. Elvis was her coach. Oh and Cindy um, De La Cruz, who, is, who plays our, our, our main character, so Ro, amazing. she's amazing. Um, Cindy would go to the Heights and rehearse with her. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was really a labor of love. And everyone, uh, you know, took the time to, to make her as comfortable as possible. So she did a phenomenal job. Sure um, and you can tell that she's never been in front of the camera ever. Um, and then later we found out that it was a, a secret dream of hers to be an actor. Wow. She just never had any wow. opportunity to, to do it. So, yeah. I'm just taking experience. a moment to take all that <laughs> yeah. in. Like, that's such pure yeah. familial joy. Yes. Like, how many mm -hmm. stories? They're going to talk so much this wow. Navidad. Like, Noche Buena at Elvis's house is probably going to be filled with you these stories. Yes. I wish I could be a fly on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and she really was. Like, her yeah, mannerisms, her just her so demeanor, so the way mm -hmm. she spoke mm -hmm. in the yes. film... And then she made her hair blue. Yeah, that, oh, that was so God. cool. Oh, no spoilers. Yeah. Yes. No spoilers. <laughs> but that was such a fun, fun yes. moment yes. that felt so natural and organic. Yeah. Um, wow. So that you really overcame that. Did you feel yes. at any moment like, okay, I'm not going to find this? Like, yes. what was going through your head? Were yes. you going to change the character? Were you going to alter the script? So, oh my gosh. So we were going to make the character younger. But the problem was that I fell in love with Cindy. So Cindy mm -hmm. just, I didn't see anyone else. When she, once she read it, I knew it was her. Mm -hmm. And I, I stopped searching. And I was like, okay, I got the mother, which is uh, Naja Encarnacion. Hi, Naja. Uh, <laughs> who sings so beautifully. Yes. Who acts so well. Yes. Shout out to Naja. We miss you. Yes. You got to come on the show, girl. Yeah, you. <laughs> yes. I'll call you. I'll call you. <laughs> so she came, she was on, Cindy was on, and then we. she was, you know, uh, Sonia, the grandmother, Yolanda Nolasco, was the missing link. And um, if we didn't find her, you know what? Elvis was stopping people on the subway. Wow. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm wow. going to actually show the behind oh He was stopping people. He's like, I, I know this is going to sound weird, but I'm working on a film, and I think you'll be perfect for this role. Yeah. And we got... We, New York is supposed to be 
Yo, get out of my face, yeah. man. Yo, <laughs> that was a lady. Money, man. Like, like, I could never like, imagine being approached that way I just, on the subway. He was like taking pictures of people. I'm like, stop doing that shit. Like, oh, yeah. Just like paparazzi, just like secret. Like, stop it. That's oh so creep. Yo, that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, just telling you, you can see these on the street. Like, he was you committed. You my music. And I'm committed. like, nah, man, yo, you want to be in an Oscar qualifying film? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Look at you. So this, this poor lady comes and he like takes a picture of her in in the subway like oh you my know god. yes oh my god. and she agreed to read for us and she was actually a, a contender but she was just she just came off too young okay but she was you know Afro Latina and she worked for the MTA like oh, wow <laughs> yeah, it's so great it's so yeah but he really was <laughs> I was like stop taking he was like what about her I'm like stop them. stop it right now you're gonna get arrested you a little A for effort yes yeah. a little creepy yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing so hard at that because I have this visual of Elvis like, hey, excuse me, I'm, aren't you Elvis Velasco? What are you doing? Why are you on the A train looking for people? It was so random. A train casting. That's amazing. Yes. Oh my God, Astrid, as my abs and I recover. Um, could you talk about like any hurdle that you faced Actually, in the filmmaking process? Yes. Go. Speaking of abs. Speaking of abs. So I, this was a lesson in humility for me. I, I enjoy fitness. I enjoy working out. Um, and luckily for me, that kind of saved me from a pretty bad injury that I almost had the day of my birthday, which was the day before we shot. Okay. So we were loading up boxes. And I'll never forget this. I was doing it with my producer, Liz, from the Martinez. And I grabbed this box and I lifted. And, you know, I'm short, right? So like between my rib cage and my hip bone, Whatever organ, whatever thing was in the middle did like this. It was oh. like a tortilla, oh. like oh. like at the stone, like it was oh my bat. god, no. And things got cut in the middle, and I remember just being like, "Whoa, I feel icy white." I was like, "Icy white." I was like, "This is like," and I let go of that box, and I was like, "I, I'm not good, but I need to keep on going. We're shooting tomorrow. Like, oh it's, my it's, the space is reserved. We were just doing the lighting that day, so I." I'll never forget that injury. And I, and again, this is the first time that I make a short like this. So the following day, of course, I couldn't sleep. You know, I'm excited. We're waking up at five in the morning. Yes. So like I've been up since like three. Um, so I'm like, I don't know if the pain that I'm feeling, it's the injury itself or just like the excitement, you know? So the following day was just like a, like a you know, just like a haze. I was in bed by 5 p.m. Wow. <laughs> we wrapped by four everything was delivered and I was like I need to go to bed oh, and the God. next day I brought myself to the ER oh and uh, the doctor she examined me she was like thank God you work out because otherwise like your organs would have gotten caught in, oh. the, in the middle of this whole thing so it was Ouch. just exactly oh. so it was oh just God. luckily God. just the um, what is it just the muscle mm. which is that bad okay. yeah but, uh, but that was like a physical you like, the whole oh day. my yeah. god, the whole day. I could not move. I couldn't sit. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't do this. Like, it was just completely. And of course, you're so excited. Right. So you're like, oh, hold on, hold on. I can't. Oh my god. <laughs> let, me, let me not get excited. Hold on, hold on. This. But that was like a, a physical huddle right. uh, that I went Badass through. woman yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I can deal with this pain tomorrow. <laughs> right, let me just push Am my I bleeding? Push my organs to the side. I'll deal with it later. Just ice my spleen for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> Fix it in post. Just blur it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, but that's my, like, I don't want to say like mind over matter, but like you had, you were determined. Yeah, I was, I was that determined. Is yeah, that is such a strong yeah. tool. Yeah. Determination. It can even help you get over your muscles being eaten by that's your right. bones, <laughs> your body, apparently. I can't believe that happened yeah, it to was, you. It was a, Girl, the only thing yeah. that I can relate mm. to, because, you know, mm -hmm. this is so not filmmaking related, <laughs> though. So when I was pregnant with my second, with my youngest, he gave me mad tooth issues, which is mm. said that yes. like, sometimes pregnancy yes. can have an effect on your tooth enamel yes. and cause yes. you to get all this kind of stuff that they don't tell you right. in all the what to expect when expecting books. <laughs> also, they didn't tell me my vagina was going to turn purple. I would have liked to have known <laughs> that it was going to be like... Ten shades darker. You know, it reverted back. It took some time, but we're back. We're back to the same color. Um, 
But I, I had to have an emergency root canal done on my birthday, two days oh. before my scheduled C-section date. Oh, my gosh. And nobody wanted to take this, like, crying Latina in, like, terrible tooth pain, nine months pregnant girl. I called so many dentists. I pleaded with them, but I guess they didn't want the, like, you know, the liability mm -hmm. and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. And they had yeah. to put um, Novocaine and all that stuff. But I found somebody so in Brooklyn. I found somebody in Brooklyn to do it. Okay. I got the root canal done. It was freaking terrible. And I happened to be shooting a reality show. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> Which it was all caught on camera. The producers were here shooting the whole thing. They're like, never this is it. great. More pain. More pain. It was like. Do not give her the mask. Don't rigged. give her the mask. It really oh looked like God. it was planned, but it really wasn't. And, then, wow. and I remember the producers like, this is great. Let's get yeah. the cameras, everybody. We're going to the dentist. And I'm like, okay, fine. We're going to the dentist. And I never. I got cut uh, right before air, yeah. by the way. Oh, my God. But it's okay. Well, I got my money. I got okay. paid. Yeah. <laughs> I can talk about the show. The show was out there. But anyway. And actually, I really like that they were following my progress because I pleaded with them. I'm like, I know I didn't make it to air, but one of the reasons why I did that show is I can document the pregnancy with my youngest son. Mm -hmm. They told me I couldn't have kids. So I wanted mm -hmm. it to, like, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That, like, let's go back to the root canal. So... <laughs> I get the root canal done in Brooklyn, of all places, of course, Brooklyn. And so, I'm from Brooklyn. And so, I get the root canal done, and I did not know this, but it sent me into active labor. Oh. But the pain was so much. Oh, my God. I didn't even feel the, like, I thought it was Braxton Hicks, you know, those fake yeah. contractions. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was like, oh, stop with your Braxton Hicking. I have a freaking root canal that I'm healing from. Oh, my God. And I didn't know, so I showed up at the hospital for my scheduled C-section. Two days later, I was in labor for two days and didn't even know oh, it. Oh, my God. And she was like, whoa, hot tamale. And <laughs> she's like, you're ready. You want to start pushing? And I was like, pushing what? Like, I'm here for a C-section. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the only thing that's going to be pushing is the food and the dessert card because <laughs> right. I'm starving. And... She was like, no, you're you're dilated. You're ready. And so, of course, you know, they called wow. my doctor and he came in and he was like, no, 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 no pushing. C-section had the C-section. Benjamin was born. But yeah, I was on in the delivery room with an ice bag on my face. Um, oh, the cameras were rolling. So much pain. It was such a, but I didn't even feel it. It's kind of and it, your yeah. story made me think of that. Yeah. I didn't going. even feel it. I just yeah. kept going. I had yeah. a baby to deliver. Yeah. Right. A baby that they told me that I couldn't have. Right. So I wasn't going to mess up that production process. Right. That's right. You know, as much as was in yeah. my power and capacity to do. It's like, this is in the schedule. We're right. sticking to this. <laughs> gotta go. This baby gotta come out. I'm sorry. Listen, my son will come out tomorrow. Right. <laughs> I'm serious, Wizard of Oz. But anyway, it's perseverance, right? It's the That's mind. Right. It's, it's these tools. But I also think, no, offense men i love you okay i do or however you identify if you're not a, wom a woman we are warriors we are built with this like armor i've been I i've seen it it just kind of like Froom! i'm like how to get this armor on oh great chastity belt too like fuck me <laughs> I don't. but like <laughs> all the tangents ride with me people i know sometimes it gets fast i'm going 90 let me bring it back down to 45 new york state speed limit okay but, like, the warriorness of being a woman, it excites me, y'all. Because when the challenge arises, I'm like, yeah, it's going to no. be a little difficult, but pussy right. power! <laughs> you know, like, pussies unite. and uh, Or pussies unite. <laughs> or pussies unite. We got to, like, get a, a sign going. I like that one better. Yeah, yeah. This is like yeah, a P.U. Well, P.U. doesn't really sound P. good. <laughs> no, no, no. no. We're not about that kind of life, okay? Like I said, fresh as a summer's eve, okay? Um... Okay, I want to talk about the current state of the industry. We talked a little bit about it before, but like, what are you doing to move the needle? Because you're all moving the needle. This is a, a very set up question. Yeah. I'm like, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, this is volleyball. Mm -hmm. You're all moving the needle. We talk about that a lot here on Latinos Out Loud, that everybody, LOLeros, we can all move the needle in our own field. Mm -hmm. We can conquer. We could do this. It's very easy. But I'd like for you to talk about how you feel you're moving the needle in this space and what are some of those tactics that you're using? Um, well, I'll, I'll jump in. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so I, I, there's two things. One is that I am continuing to, you know, I make a lot of, I've made a lot of contacts um, going to all these festivals and, 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 uh, all of the organizations that I've that I've joined and just using that as a resource, um, so I also like pay it forward in that way. Um, so that's one thing just for me, but for others, I teach, 
Yeah. Right. So I'm a professor. I teach the intro to digital filmmaking and I love it. And I feel like, you know, giving back and teaching what I've learned is a key way to ensuring that things will be equitable in the future. But also um, it allows me to learn firsthand about what is blocking our way in. You know, seeing these kids like, you know, they're usually like from 17 to 19, you know, what, are, what, are, what hinders their progress? And then kind of matching it to mine, like, how did I get through that and, and guiding them through, the, through, through that process? And oftentimes it's just like, how do I start? Mm-hmm. Everyone just wants to know how to start. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of support to, to begin, but oftentimes as a professional for me, I don't find the support I need as a professional to continue to grow or to pivot. So, for example, using the short film to then pivot to features or series. Like, there's not a lot of people who have walked that walk. And if they did, um, if they have, it's really difficult to find, um, a, you know, the journey, like the, the, the blueprint for that. So I try to be the person that I would like to find in my career. I feel like a hundred percent, like a million percent agree. I also teach um, at the university, uh, teach filmmaking, and it feels like it's so rewarding to like give back in that way, especially like with like other like BIPOC students. Mm -hmm. Um, And similar to, you know, what you were saying, like, I always, I'm just like, I tell my students, I'm like, ask me anything. I'm like, no, really anything. I will tell you straight up. Like, I remember one student day one was like, is there any money in short films? I was like, I laughed. I'm like, no. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? It was just like, I am real. Like, I just, like you said, like, I wish I had someone that, like, gave me all those tools at that age. Because then I think, man, if I knew this stuff when I was 18, maybe I could have had a bigger jump start, you know? Mm -hmm. Because, like, um, I still feel like I'm getting my footing in, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So, yeah, I mean, I I love that aspect of it. And, like, also what you were saying, like, for me, I like finding other stories that I relate to. Mm -hmm. Um, They just all happen to be like you know other like female writers or female directors that I kind of want to help as well now that I've kind of been through that process myself like walk the walk I'm like great let me help you yeah and I kind of like that because then you kind of that's how you build community yes you know what I'm saying yes absolutely yeah Yeah, for me very similar too actually so for this short uh since I was you know in this very privileged space of being able to hire people and create a crew. I also made a crew of only women. Same. Um, except for maybe like hey, two people. Yeah. Yes. No PU, we changed it. We changed it. It sounds so much better. Um, so yes, it was just kind of like, okay, well, we're giving employment to all of these other women, from the cook to the driver to everyone. Yes. So I, I, I love that I was able to do that from a financial yes. point of view. And also shout out to... Uh, NOMAP, which is the North Manhattan Alliance, which, yes, helped me with a, which helped me with a grant to make this happen as well. So thank you guys. Um, we art stroll, everything yes. that NOMA yes. does, oh, yes. the, the poster contest. So like, fun. It's yeah. so great. Shout out to NOMA. Yeah, I really love them. Um, that was the first thing. And then the, I, my background comes from working in advertising. So I've been working in the ad business for the last 10 years. And um, and I and I love it. I, I mean, I love. Uh, right before shooting, um, I shot in the dark. I was shooting with Bad Bunny for like commercials with my company. I work at Spotify. Um, so awesome, girl! Yes. <laughs> Thank you. It was like a really, it was a dream come true, really, because it was working with Bad Bunny one day, and the next day I was shooting my short. Like, Very cool. Again, I was just like, <laughs> just tingling. I was like, ah, this is crazy. In the Dominican Republic, it's like wow. the place where I was born and raised. So it was, that. yeah, it was a, it was, I was on cloud nine. Yeah, I was so I was in a high, I was so happy. Um, but before doing all of this, I, I also worked at, a, at an organization called Ad Color. Up to add color. This gets me excited. I have a marketing background. I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna go on mute. Zoom. Okay. I love it. Um, 
but yeah, I was at Art Color for uh, about three years and I loved it. I was working with fellow creatives to kind of make initiatives. Like, I'm not sure, you might be familiar with Futures, which is um, no, I don't know. It's an initiative to get um, young folks within the uh, business that are anywhere from 19 to, I think it's 28, 26, um, to just kind of come and be mentored for an entire week. And these are just people that are one to three years within their career. So how, very, how can very we? New. Can you plug how people can find out about that? Absolutely. That sounds like something the LOLeros. If you're out there, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and hit me up. I mean, ask me any questions. I can put you guys into into touch for sure. But if you go into adcolor.org, you will find all the info. And the program I'm referring to is called Futures, and it happens um, once a year. Um, it just ended recently, but um, definitely go into the website and find out um, more information about. Okay, there's yeah. such a common denominator here. I'm going to just take it out. I love fractions, okay? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. I don't like math. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah you get the fractions and decimal points. Math overall. There's this common denominator here of education and yes. instilling the tactics and the tools for the future generations, yes. mm -hmm. the future Melissas, the future Astrid's, the future Eunice's, the future Locas, mm. <laughs> right? So I'm also teaching. I teach at CUNY Brooklyn College, advanced radio and podcasting. Yes. And so like cool. shorts, I'm just mm. going to be short here. It's not paying all that, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not making yep. bank bank. We're not making boo-hoo, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We're making boo-hoo. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not, Trust us, it's a love. Okay? Yeah, it's love. Not love. Proper. It's a love thing. Yes, There's yes. so much fulfillment yes. knowing that you're like, here, youth, yes. yep. take everything that I know. Yes. Yep. We only have one semester, three hours a week, right. but I'm going to give you everything I can. Right. Yes. Guest speakers, real life experience. I mean, I cannot wait to start next semester. It starts January 30th for me. We are going to dissect the fuck out of podcasts. <laughs> I have been calling my friends in radio and podcasting. I'm like, what are you doing on Monday? Like, I did yeah. all the guest speakers lining them up, and I'm getting just so excited because I wanted that teacher when I was a student yeah. at Brooklyn College. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I was looking for Professor Loca. Granted, I found a lot of great ones, okay? Shout out to everybody at Brooklyn College who just hosted my live podcast event last Tuesday. Amazing. At the Walt Whitman Amazing. Theater. Amazing. So full circle, thanks. Thank you for the, like, <laughs> I welcome the applause. I'm mean, taking an applause break, go ahead. <laughs> hey. Wait, is that your alma mater? Yes. Me too. So cool. CUNY Brooklyn College. Yes. Wow. I went there for, not talk about this. for grad school. Oh my gosh, yeah. how did that not come out? I did the day? television and radio department. Girl, Trem yes. is who sponsored my event, and I'm I'm wow. teaching in the TREM department starting. Oh my, oh my God, this is so We great. must know a lot of the same professors. Absolutely. <laughs> and Professor Sosa came to my Oh event. my God, yes. I know Irene Sosa, right? Yes. Jason wow. Moore. Uh, I know Jason Moore. I yeah. know of him, but I don't yeah. know him. Yeah, well, he, he was more in the film, like, yeah, so, but... Cool. So no, geek it out. And Robinson is the head of the department. Okay. So shout out to everybody in Trend because yeah, they produced the students of yeah. Intro to Radio and Podcasting produced my show, two nice. episodes. Oh wow, that's nice. so very cool. That's very cool. Can I tell you, being that we're talking about yeah. the good, the bad, and the ugly, okay. <laughs> Y'all don't even know what happened the night before. <laughs> Twas the night before the live LOL podcast and all through the house. Not a pipe was bursting. I don't know another word that rhymes. Okay. But, um, you know, it was yes. okay. It's holiday season. It's <laughs> yeah. in my head. All I do is like listen to Christmas songs all day. Um, a pipe burst in the TV and radio studio, in no. Studio B, oh. where oh, wow. the event was supposed to happen. And building, like, the security was like, they deemed it unsafe. No one was oh, able shoot. to enter. So we had to find a new venue in 24 hours on campus. Mm -hmm. And, you know, things oh, get Oh, did you booked. just go to the radio room? Like, we had two episodes. <laughs> we had 75 guests per episode. Shout out to Kaba. Wow. Kaba was in the building. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And so, wow. I can't believe this happened. But the day that I went in for a rehearsal, the day before, which I thought was going to be a rehearsal, they showed me the pipe explosion. They were like, we're going to do a tour of venues available on campus. They showed you the pipe? They're like, no, yeah. no. <laughs> They showed me. And I was like, oh, my God. I mean, like, like, okay, fine. Electrical damage. Because, you know, their grid is wow. on the scene. Right, yeah. Wow. So, anyway, I'm so sorry about that, Brooklyn College. But, anyway, we went to Walt Women Theater. And they were like, we can turn the stage of this theater into a studio. I, I was like, okay. Yes. And they did it. 
Nice. Wow. Oh, they worked overnight. Shout wow. out to the union guys over at Brooklyn College's Walt Women Theater. And they turned the mm. stage into a studio. It was beautiful. So cool. And it nice. was the production value, like everything just looked really beautiful. No one would know. No one would ever mm. know that we had like a last minute venue change. Wow. Um, but this common denominator, like those students mm -hmm. learned real like right. they yeah. had, you go real learn life scenario. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real it. life scenario. They had to yeah. take all of the equipment out of studio B. Bring yeah. it to the Walt Whitman stage, set up green screens, lights, cameras, action, everything. They had to do all of that wow. in less than 24 hours. Wow. Um, but it was so amazing to me mm -hmm. to see their fulfilled faces at the end of the production. They were like clipboard in hand, headset. They were like <laughs> looking at each other like we did it. It's a vibe. Yes. It. That was their final project too wow. for the semester. That's amazing. I hope That's they all get A's. <laughs> Professor Chung, I think Professor <laughs> Chung should give them all A's and A pluses. <laughs> And so I, I just love that we're all so in that like fabric of education. Yep. It sounds yes. like a very important pillar to all of us. Absolutely. I try to instill that in my yeah. kids too. I guess I want to hear from you ladies about like anything you want to talk about right now, like anything you're working on, get us excited. Yeah. And then at the same time, if you had a younger version of you right here in front of you, mm. a younger Melissa, a younger Eunice, a younger Astrid, like what are some words of advice that you would give her right now? Because here's the thing. Young you may be out there somewhere, but yeah. there are also young yous in the Eloelero hive. That's right. Yep. Listening to this episode, yearning for that real world advice. So if mm. you can drop some knowledge. And, and I want to hear about your projects too. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'll try to be quick. Um, I have a short that I uh, produced in the fall that's going to be coming out later this year called Behind the Pose. So stay tuned for that. Um, and I'm looking to develop Elato into a feature and that would be my first feature. Yeah. So this winter I'm like cracking down. I'm like I gotta write I gotta write it the script. So that, that's what's going on. Um, what was the other part? If you had a younger man. Oh God. Um, what would I say? Um, <laughs> stay true to who you are. Um, family's everything and don't give up. Just keep going. Yes. I love it. Yes. That was perfect. Absolutely. <laughs> Anybody can go next. You just asked. So what's next for me? Uh, Rowan the Starless is currently um, in the midst of a uh, campaign to get shortlisted for the Oscar. We are Oscar qualified. Hello. Hello. Oscar. <laughs> yes. Let me call you back. Hold on. What? <laughs> yes. Great. So we are... Almost ending then. Two days, actually, the Academy starts voting early next week, and we'll know actually by the end of next week if we are shortlisted. So we'll see. Um, my next uh, project is actually um, I'm filming it today. Um, in a few minutes, I have to run on to set. Wow. Um, affordable housing. It's a campy horror short uh, written by uh, Wimoto Nayoka, and I am so excited about it. Um, it's going to be amazing and I also am working on the feature version of Rowan the Starbus. Oh my gosh! Yes. And that is called uh, To the Moon. Really oh, that. that is so exciting. Thank Congrats, you. Thank you. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm happy to go next. So, uh, <laughs> very much like you, I am beginning to write and dig more into horror. And uh, so I'm very, very interested in watching all the horror movies, which I love. Uh, my friends think it's really funny when I'm like, yeah, I'm just at home relaxing, just watching, you know. Horror. Like, just horror. <laughs> just members, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was, oh, there's a scary nun. Oh, that's cool. Oh, my gosh. You're yeah. just watching. Just casual. Very casual. Oh, no, just some film. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, just a Tuesday night. What else am I? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, and what I'm going to tell myself and which I continue to tell myself, and I think I'm just gonna continue to do that till I'm older, until you know, till I'm in my 80s. Hopefully, I'll make it there. Um, is to just keep on doing it afraid. I think I've been afraid about a lot of things in my life, beginning, for example, with filmmaking, doing mm -hmm. it for the first time, not knowing how to do it, and then just doing it afraid. Yeah. Be like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'll figure it out. I, mm -hmm. I have a um, um, relocating for a while to Madrid. I'm gonna be going to a film school there. Amazing! Oh, nice. Wow, this is called wow. Congratulations! Oh my god! Thank you. Oh my god, this is great. <laughs> so yeah, I'm really excited. Am I afraid? I am. Yes. Gracias. Congratulations, so cool. Astrid. But I'm like, I'm doing it afraid. Yes. That's just like a thematic within my life. So I think even for my younger self, before I begin to use that, I would just tell her that. Just like, just your, your scare shitless. Just do it. Yes. Anyway. As long as you do it, right? Right. Just do it. Like, 
whatever. Like Nike, like, just do it. Like do seriously, it. honestly, I know, is, the advertising it, person it is, has to it is say really that. Good advice. Like just go for it. Just yeah, go, listen. Just whoever came it. up with that at Nike, first of all, kudos, genius. Yeah, 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 it's, it's genius. genius. <laughs> just do it. Like, and how simple is that? Yes, yes. It must have been like an intern. Like, hey guys, I got I it. Know. Yeah. Intern, how about just do it? And they're like, whoa, that works. Yeah. Just do it is great. Um, if you wouldn't mind also dropping your handles. Yes. So that the Eloleros can follow you Absolutely. if they're not doing so already. Hit it. Oh, sure. Um, my personal handle is at Sick Rubber Ducky and my business handle is uh, Riot Girl Productions. Love Riot Girl Productions. <laughs> it's so great. Oh, gosh. Uh -oh. I love it. Mine is, uh, you can follow me at row underscore stardust. And my personal is Eunice underscore E underscore Levi's. And mine is Astrid Andohar. So that's astrid.andohar. And that's for Insta. And for my website, it's just without the period. And just follow me for, I guess, more content about living in Madrid now. Yes. I'm like oh, shooting. I can live vicariously through you. I'm going yes. to put you on the yes. So every time you post, I get Absolutely. Alert. I leave that yes. Yes. Please. Yes. Please post a lot It's going to be a lot of food. And food. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. 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 So I went to Spain for the first time like mm -hmm. a year and a half ago mm -hmm. and I'm like why have I not come here before sooner right <laughs> we have to talk about that I love yes. Spain yes. yes I went to Salamanca it was really oh, amazing nice and We'll talk off the year. All right, listen. Um, you can follow me at Rachel La Loca. I want to give a very heartfelt thank you to everyone who came to Brooklyn College last week for Latinos Out Loud Live. Two episodes. Shout out again to the guests that I had. Comedian Gina Brillon and then Radel Ortiz and his whole family was on that stage. It was so inspiring. Please check out those episodes. Um, I'm not sure when this episode is going to air, but, you know, just check your, your list there. Um, with 375 episodes, I mean, I hope you've listened to all of them. And if you haven't, the Christmas time is the, the best time to just binge Latinos Out Loud. Yes. Um, again, heartfelt thanks to of the audience that trooped it on the two on the five trains of Flatbush, Utica, Utica, Utica. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming to Brooklyn. Um, MJ Robinson, Young Chung, Tom Eng, everybody who produced that show. It was just really special to me. I'm still vibing. I'm still vibing like more than a week later. So that's how you know it was impactful. Like I seriously had to go dormant on Instagram for a few days. Because I'm like, if I post, I'm going to cry while I type in the caption. And I just don't want to do that right now. So I'm going to absorb all the feelings, embrace this joy. And yes. then when I'm ready, I will post. And I put up my post just yesterday. Um, my thank you post with some pictures and the reels and all the things that the kids want to see these days. Yes. All right. So please follow the show at We Are Latinos Out Loud. Give us a call. We have a phone number. Actually, it's great. 978-LATINOS is the number. 978-LATINOS. Give us a call. No big whoop. And you can also follow me personally at Rachel, R-A-C-H-E, La Loca. That's right. This has been another episode of Latinos Out Loud. Thank you, everyone here. Thank you to Kaba, super producer in the background. Thank you, ladies, for your <laughs> Thank time. Thank you so much. For, having us. for your art. Yes. For your words of inspiration that I know are going to move mountains for the Eloeleros. Like, I can feel the mountains moving. It's like the <laughs> continental drift all over again, Latina style. Yes. Thank you for listening to or watching this episode. On that note, we out. It's the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Oh!